Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. Oh shit, I forgot the hack. Today is July 6th, <laughs> 2020. Happy, I guess, Independence Day for you people who celebrate that type of thing. Happy Independence Day for white people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not into that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Before we get into introductions and get rolling, let's go ahead and knock out our regular housekeeping. Uh, make sure you go follow us on the Self-Med Pod. I'm sorry, at the Self-Med Pod on Instagram. That's our shit. Go follow us. Our shit's lit. It's awesome. It's great. It's beautiful. Uh, make sure wherever you're listening to this at, uh, subscribe and leave a review. Uh, make sure you tell somebody about this shit too. Just tell somebody. Our shit's lit. They'll like it. Point them towards a clip or something. I'm sure we have something for for them to enjoy. So if you like it, if you fuck with it, make sure you let somebody else know about it. This week's organic shout out goes to the Subsis Pod. Uh, it's Subsis the Pod on IG. It's hosted by at Wow Really Raven. Um, it's a podcast discussing the culture, love, and lit shit. So make sure y'all go check her out and make sure you let her know that the self-made pod sent you. Um, that's our organic shout out. Let's get into these intros. I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss. Here with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter, a.k.a. One Pop Poppy, return guest, Garage Dad, a.k.a. The Page Master. Yeah, yeah. Look it up if you don't know. Um, how's everybody doing today? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Doing good, doing good. Doing good. Um, what did y'all do for the fourth? Anything? What's a bunch of people's houses and got food? Nice. You got leftovers for the week? Uh, not for the week, but for you know a couple, a couple of days. days. Got some tacos from Mom and Raul. Yeah, like every kind of taco. Got barbacoa, El Pastor. Mm. I don't know if you had chicken. You definitely had some steak. Just at the crib? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And a whole bunch of food. I have some, a couple of Roman candles and some sort of rocket shits at the crib. You just procured them out of nowhere? or I was able to procure them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Are you going to pop them today? Well, I don't know. I wanted to pop them last night, but the Haitian sensation was not with the shits. Really? Yeah, nah. She She's scary. She wasn't out. So, originally, I've been advocating to go to Indiana to go pick up sort of some fireworks for her. What's she supposed about three to do? Weeks. Yeah. And um, she was not going at all. She was never, ever, ever, ever going for me to go make that journey. So yesterday, or the day before yesterday, her brother actually hit her up. I was like, yo, I'm in Indiana at the fireworks store. You want anything? And she fucked up and answered the phone on speaker. So I heard him. I was like, (laughs) yes. I want some M80s, nigga. I want some Roman cancer. Long story short, he ended up grabbing some things for me. And uh, I wanted to pop him off last night, but... The sensation got too high and we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> so we stayed in the crib. But now I'm at the point where it's like... Are you going to be annoying and be that person the day after yeah. popping on fireworks? Yeah. I think it's your right. I might do it's your right. I, I might do one like every night. One every night until I, I'm out of them. Just one. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah, just, just one, one Roman candle. It's like, I got like, what is it, like 15 Roman candles. <laughs> well, it's not that bad. It's like it's the M80s and the bottle rockets. I have I bottle rockets. I couldn't get M80s. Okay. 
think I got some, some sparklers. sparklers. <laughs> uh, a couple sparklers. I think they were free. Also I feel nice. like when you go to the store, they throw those in there for free. No, they're for me. You want the sparklers? Mm -hmm. All right, you got the sparklers. Thank you. <laughs> in terms of barbecue, this is what I wanted to bring up. Have you ever been to Heckies? Uh, a couple times. Have you been to Heckies? No. Have you heard of Heckies? No. You've heard of Heckies, yeah. obviously. How do you feel about Heckies? I remember thinking it was okay. It wasn't like anything sensational. Do you remember what you got? I think I got like some rib tips and some fries or All something right. like that. Right. I know it's like an Evanston institution, but yeah, people always talk about how good the sauce was. Thank you. All right, so I know I'm not crazy. I had it for the first time today, and oh. the sauce is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. The meat is like regular yeah it's pretty regular but the sauce is good enough to make the meat be like oh okay don't they sell the sauce like can't i you? think so yeah but yeah i think so bottle of it or something the reason i brought them up is because they have uh, a juneteenth soda okay what flavor is that strawberry it is strawberry I think you said like grape or something. Nah, it's strawberry. Oh, okay. It's definitely yeah, it's definitely Red. strawberry. <laughs> Fucking um, it is like their own kind of bottle. They they put their own label on it or whatever, right? Mm. Are they black owned? I mm. think they're black owned. Yeah, Heckies. Okay. I know <laughs> one of the guys I work with. He's from Edison. His dad spent some time in jail, so I guess back in the day, I want to say maybe like in the 80s or 70s, his dad was in jail for being up a white man. Hecky, him and his brother were in jail. My and uh, my coworker's dad is like a big guy. He's probably like 6'4", 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. So like they went up to him because they knew him from Evanston. He's like, hey man, we need you to help us. He's like, what you need help with? He's like, this man over here, he trying to fuck us. He's <laughs> like, he's like, what you want me to do about it? He's like, crazy about to handle that. He's <laughs> like, like, no, <laughs> like, no, we need your help, man. We ain't trying to get fucked. Wow. He's like, uh, he's like, fine, man. I'll help you out. I guess he went over and talked to the dude. He's like, yeah, man. Ain't no fucking these two dudes right here. <laughs> and he's like, ever since then, him and his dad used to always get free heckies whenever they Word. go out to the spot before he passed away. Uh, that's hilarious. Three months ago. That's yeah. um, that's dope. So shout out to Heckies. That kind of took the wind out of the sails of the joke I was about to make. My bad. Because that was <laughs> super positive. But What's the joke? I was about to say their, uh, their Juneteenth pop sounds like they just made, it tastes like they made Kool-Aid with carbonated water. Mm. Uh, which is very black owned of them, right? Like it's I very entrepreneurial <laughs> and it's very economic and efficient. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that their strawberry pop is Kool-Aid <laughs> made with carbonated water. I'm just, cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just put That's that on there. Uh, but shout out to Heckies, man. Uh, and also he, um, to end it on a good note, I guess. He's known to be like very active in the community and always hiring young black people. Yep. So, to <clears> him <throat> for doing that. The Haitian sensation almost worked there. Oh, for real? Yep. So she knows about it. Yeah. Shout out to Heckies, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, that sauce is fire. All right, where do we want to start today? I got two two places. Do we want to start with Yay, or do we want to start with August? I feel like we're good either way. Let's start with Kanye West. Kanye West has announced that he is running for president in 2020. He said that a few years ago, though, right? He did say that a few years ago, so which goes back to my 
theory about him being consistent. <laughs> the nigga is consistent. Um, you see on any ballots though, like I mean, they have everybody ballots, start. Yeah. yeah, people started voting already. So for presidents? No, yes. so you can have the running t- the two. Well, you also got to think about the primaries are over. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. So in order to run now, you can't run a Republican or Democrat. I was about to ask what well, party. You got to okay. run a different kind of party. Number so. two, you at this point still have petitions to get signed mm-hmm. to get on November's ballot. Mm. So and according to my intel, he hasn't done none of that shit yet. Like he hasn't started none of the like petition work, the paperwork mm-hmm. part. He has not done like the fundraising, any of the like, because you're supposed to have a certain amount of contributors at a certain point and a certain amount amount of donation dollars like it's just certain shit in this process you're supposed to have Mm -hmm. and he don't have none of that like there's even portions of this where there are like it's public record when you inquire about certain things so like when you Uh, inquire about the petition paperwork you get you're basically put on a list anybody can go look at who has inquired about Petition paperwork because it's mm. elections, it's all public right. record. Yeah. This nigga have nobody in his party or, or affiliated with So he's with just him on him. Twitter like, I'm I can do that. <laughs> so basically what it is, is he's saying on Twitter, hey, I'm about to do this. And perhaps that's just his stake in the ground saying, all right, now I'm about to go do all of these things. Yeah. Which is just not how you typically like, even Trump when he said I'm running for president had already filed all of these things and you know had some shit in, in order and, and with this announcement there's a lot of uh, conversation and discussion about the point of it and the why mm-hmm. uh, the biggest like conspiracy I've seen is to take votes away from Joe Biden right to make sure that Trump gets more votes why are they assuming that he would take away votes from Joe Biden and not from Donald Trump that's a great question. Because I'm voting for him. I mean... Donald listen, Trump, you voting for I'm voting for Kanye. I'm voting for Kanye West. Well, listen, the options are... Last year, what did they tell us? The best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the lesser of two evils. Now look at y'all niggas now. Exactly. <laughs> no, this shit <laughs> made me sick. I ain't even funny. I've crying, been sick yeah. on this. The, le- the, the, the lesser two evils. Yes, I've been sick about this for a long time. So, so I don't... I don't know if we've talked about on this podcast how we feel about Joe Biden or how I, do I feel not about fuck Joe with Biden. Joe Biden. Nobody does. I don't think really any black people do except for the older, older ones. Because oh, no, my dad talks to me about it all the time. Here's the thing, though. Fuck Joe Biden and who he is as a person and what he thinks and what he stands for. Mm. The man is insane. He's he's lost. He's senile. He's, he's That's fucking the word. Senile. senile. Yeah. So like, reg- I don't yeah, like. Trump is also senile too. But he ain't as far gone as Biden. I don't know the way he stands though. <laughs> the way he stands, yeah. yeah but the fact speech. that he can make <laughs> coherent thoughts. No, he can't. He jokes. He does. <laughs> what jokes he got? No. <laughs> They they were actually about China saying, the other day, bro. And those jokes China. were funny. Mm-hmm. What's the jokes? <laughs> what were the jokes? I can't remember what the fuck he said. He said some shit out of rally. He was like, told them, listen, I want it for this much. Uh, it costs this much, but I'm only gonna pay this much for it. I don't know. I don't know what else. To, it was some shit. He was. He's funny as fuck. Trump is actually funny as he's fuck. like candid, which makes him funny because he's not. Trying to be funny. So it's like we're laughing at you and not with you? It's both. Oh, I'm definitely laughing at him. 
for sure. It's both to me. You're laughing with him when he's saying, let's build a wall? Yeah, because it's ridiculous. Huh, that's very interesting. Didn't he say Mexico was supposed to pay for that? He did. That's what makes it ridiculous <laughs> to me. Like, the ideas and how he thinks they're going to be executed, they don't never make any sense. But how is that different from Kanye West? Kanye West executes. So you're saying there's a chance? Yes. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. Yes. Here's what I'm saying, man. If you go, if you're gonna take the instructions from the last election, let's just assume that Kanye somehow makes it onto the ballot, and your choices are Donald Trump, Donald, mm. what J Trump? Yeah. What's Kanye's middle name? Amari. Kanye A West. Never knew that. And what's Joe Biden's middle name? Like Lawrence or some shit like that. Cliff. Cliff Clifford. Dick. He looks like a cliff. <laughs> Dick is definitely Dick. Joe Dick. <laughs> Joe Dick Biden. Uh, the options that you have on your ballot. And the moniker, the motto that I've heard for the last couple years is anybody but Trump. Yeah. I who are you picking? Like, I think because Kanye has that in with Trump, he might get some Trump supporters because of the whole Corona shit. Yep. It might be uh, straight away from Trump because of that. And also, I feel like black people vote for Kanye because they know he's better than another two candidates. So you might actually make some noise. I don't also, know if he's going to win because nobody ever really votes outside of the party lines like that. But that's true. And that's be the disruptive. problem because people are like, you're going to make Trump win at the end of the day. Or you can make Biden win. Either way, I also think, though, that young people are going to come out and vote if mm. they're able to vote for Kanye. And I think that's going to, to me, this is more symbolic than anything else. If he yeah. even makes it on the ballot, if, yeah. you know, all of these things, what it's going to show is when presented with these options, this is where old black people in. This is where old white people land. This is where young people land, right? Like it's, it's gonna give a. I, I, I think a, a, a and you would vote for Kanye over Biden and Trump this, too. That's this what would I'm be saying. a perfect opportunity too, because a lot of people are always talking about how black people need to stray from the Democratic yep. line. This is a perfect opportunity, exactly, to show and prove. So now, yeah, I mean, the question is, Kanye, Biden, or Trump? Fuck Trump. Biden is senile I guess it's Kanye West that's how that's like kind of how my mind is working and I'm gonna assume that even a lot of the apathetic disenfranchised young people who was either on the fence or not going to vote that's also how they're gonna feel if they have the ability to vote for Biden for Kanye because they're not voting for Biden or Trump they're not doing that. I'm I just thought y'all you know. sitting after the election. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People are going to sit this one out and Trump will be president oh, again. He has to do is say free Yeezys for everybody. And he will get, he will win. I don't know. Is Kanye even 35 yet? Is he old enough to run? Yeah, he's, he's 35. Uh, he's 40, 42. 42, okay. Yeah, man. I, I'm in the position where if it's those three, I mm. got to go for Kanye. That's it's all clear to me. It's not that difficult. Y'all gonna Without be no, campaign no, managers? Policies, no, 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 no. I know Envy's his policies I'm voting for. I also believe out of those three, I feel like Kanye will probably pick the best cabinet. His would be very, I feel like, diverse and unique. Opposed to just older white people. I feel like a lot of this political type shit, like the foreign policy type of shit that's not in his wheelhouse, 
I guarantee you he's going to have Obama advise him on a lot of this shit. I can see that. I can see him just not being... Con- I can see him being a PR president. I can see him. What's the old girl's name from Chicago that Chance was back in? Amara Negra. I can see her, him hollering Amara La Negra. No. You don't like it? That's uh, not no, Amara La Negra. Amara. Oh, you're talking about all that model, right? I'm the thinking singer. of Shorty from Love and <laughs> I'm fucking dead. It's Amara Anaya. That's her name. Yeah. I'm Amara La Negra. Oh, shit. Oh, it's close. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amara Anaya, that's her name. But yeah, and 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 so this also brings up uh, the Kanye conspiracy that we have been talking about a couple Ooh, weeks ago. True. You know, the longer play. What has this nigga been up to? What if he ends up running and gets appointed to somebody's cabinet? If you were president, I what would you am want? Not him? appointing Kanye West to my cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bad question. But one of these niggas, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, very well might appoint him. To Secretary of Education. Something. That's why I would give him. Secretary of Education? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might give him HUD. <laughs> I might give projects him, will look crazy. I might give him I might give him somewhere he can get his creative shit off and not be harmful. <laughs> like yeah, HUD. Like yeah. just redesign all the public housing, bro. You got it. Crazy. <laughs> Let you furnish yeah. all. All of this shit. Why people trying to move into the projects? Kanye West got got and Section Eight. Fucking talking about. <laughs> that would be lit. I, I would fuck with that. Maybe it finally looked like the future. Right, for real. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> oh no, Elon said he uh, he supports Kanye. Of course he does. Who do you think is our other high-profile people who will support Kanye West? You know he's gonna get Virgil in there somehow. We don't give a fuck about Virgil. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Virgil. We're gonna talk about Virgil and his Pop Smoke album cover. Classic. Which was a classic. Tragic. I was it though? Was it though? Um, I hated it. I, d- I hated it too, but I understood it and I didn't feel like everybody else when they. When they it was out. one part of it that was such a fucking eyesore for me. Okay, let's get to that it. in yeah. just a second. But what was the question we were just talking about in this well, presidency? Uh, like Cabinet else? members. Yeah, well, so you put in there. It, no, the question was if if Kanye was in your cabinet, what <laughs> position would you yeah, put I in? I said there? Secretary of Education. Secretary of Education. What are all the cabinet positions? That's a good what question. What would you put on? I don't have nowhere to put, just place be Kanye. Vice president. Yeah. He could be Biden's vice president. He could. I can see that he could be Trump's vice president too. That would be crazy. That would be fucking crazy. It could literally be either one of them. You might have did something right there. That's something. All right. So, let's see. Would you vote for Trump then? No. I think I might. What? You know why? That's how you get Because Kanye on there. I think Trump is dying, so. (laughs) I think Kanye would. So, there's 15 cabinet positions, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I got to figure out which one of these to make. Kanye the head of I might go uh, Secretary of the Interior Yeah you can't get from that like Homeland Security Yeah You can all the secrets I might give him the small business admin position That's a good one for That's him. a nice yeah. one yeah, That'll work He's a businessman uh, Housing and urban development Because of his shit in Wyoming 
Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, I just saw like some pictures of like the housing is built. The shit that he's I doing in Wyoming is actually you pretty lit. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I think it's on his Instagram. Oh, that's Jesus. why he's always out there. On Jesus the ranch. is king. Yeah. yeah, if you look at like low key, what he's doing on like the fashion industry side is actually pretty cool. A lot is of that it Native is American land. I mean, he bought it from a white man. Interesting. So, whose land is it's his land? Yeah, his land is that's his American land. Way. Right. <laughs> so uh, a lot of what I've heard is this nigga has gotten so deep into the shit where he's like self-sourcing colors, right? Where he's like growing things with a certain hue to be able to utilize that hue in his dyes for his clothes. That type of shit. That's interesting. Yeah. So like he's legitimately exactly fully integrated. How they talk about like farm to table mm-hmm. uh, restaurant or food industry. That's kind of what he's doing with clothing. It's like he's creating the very elements of what he uses. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's pretty dope. And he's also doing some like housing shit in Wyoming or his little compound or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, his little 2,000 acres. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> it is. So, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's a lot of dope shit. Yeah. But it's still fucking Kanye, bro. You're a dangerous individual to be leading certain people. <laughs> like, certain people should not just be following. Is he too creative to be a leader? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's this is one of those people. Minded. Yes. And I'm in the same boat where I shouldn't be leading anything. You might want to have me advising on shit, like on the advisory yeah, council. Yeah. But like, if everything is left up to me, it's gonna be just like a regular artist, all over the place, unorganized, <laughs> try and fail. It's gonna be ups and the hills and valleys are gonna be so extreme that a lot of people ain't gonna be able to deal with that shit. And I feel like that's how Kanye is too. He might be able to handle like and ride that wave, but it's not sustainable to have to build something behind and let like hundreds of thousands of people rely on that but like that's not is that not how trump is operating now well the difference is i think that a lot of the things that trump is involved with aren't dependent on him and his brand he's just he's technically i mean he's the fucking president of the united states Mm -hmm. but technically technically speaking he's a money guy Right, like he's an investor. He ain't really. I mean, everything outside innovative of before he became president was based on his name, not necessarily based on his business acumen. Because it's a brand. A lot of what you hear about him is he's not the best businessman. So, so that means he's playing on privilege economics and not business yeah. business savviness. But That's I think he's taking that same mindset of like my name gets things done. So that's how I think he's approaching the presidency. Where like things that don't work or are impossible, he thinks that he can make it happen because of his name, such as building the wall and having somebody else pay for it. Yeah, and I think that that is dope and that's refreshing for America and especially a young America now mm-hmm. until you re- meet somebody who takes that to another extreme. And that somebody is Kanye West. True. Right? Like he's going to do that shit to a whole nother level. And, and that's what wild shit do y'all think Kanye would do, like, as president? I don't think he's going to do any. That's the thing. I feel like Kanye, first of all, he's going to be guaranteed a one-term president if he makes it. That's a long one time term. to do one Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> he's going to be one term for sure. And I think that so much of that time is literally going to be just him learning shit that there's not going to be a lot of time spent on wild executive orders or, like, huge fundamental changes to American society. I think he's going to try to do some some things, 
but they're not gonna they're probably gonna be less impactful right like they, they may be smaller changes I, I think the way he thinks a lot of time is like future based so yeah. like kind of what you said nothing he probably would want to do in these four years if he does become president would come into fruition until like maybe 10 15 years from later I agree with that show their impact and I feel like he's perfectly comfortable with being the dud ass president for them four years until whatever he did in those four years comes into fruition. Like, I feel like he's comfortable like saying like a seat saver. Yeah, give us some time and get some real motherfuckers up there because Cat we got some shitty ass. Cat Williams said it. He was like, "Can we date a president for a while? Like, do we have to jump right back into another exactly. Like, we, we need to chill out for a little bit." <laughs> yeah. So that's that. So that's that's Kanye, man. Personally, I still feel like it's a little too early to figure out what really is going on, but I do think he's aiming for a cabinet position. That's what I think. Either for Biden or for Trump. I don't think Biden would do it. Biden would. I, I could see Trump doing it. Trump that. would. Trump would do it. Biden would have to be so looked at so negatively as far as him not embracing people of color, women, or black people that he would have to do something real crazy like that. But I, I think it's coming. <laughs> I think it's coming. I think that, with that. Yeah. I think that I think that Biden fam, it's July. He has to make it to November. He's not gonna make it. He's <laughs> not he's not gonna make it. Have y'all seen him on Zoom? No. Oh my God. It's terrible. He is not going to make it. I'm just letting everyone know. <laughs> Donald J. Trump is y'all's president for the next four years. Unless Kanye is allowed to run. That's all I'm trying to tell y'all. Because yeah, Joe Biden is losing it. <laughs> it's it. It's gone. It's all gone. And Bernie and Kanye 2020 would have been dope. I would have fucked that one. That would have been very 2020-ish. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why the fuck not? It's burning up anyways. I want to see. So, yeah. As somebody that's like involved in the political spectrum in, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to ask people tomorrow, my first conference call of the day, if it's Trump versus Biden and Kanye, mm-hmm. who are you voting for? Who do you, what kind of people do you work with as far as I've, I work with people who are very Democrat heavy who have had a very hard time doing their jobs under Trump, Mm -hmm. would have an easier time under Joe Biden, but also are not... Feeling Joe. Not at all. (laughs) They're in a situation where, they're in a situation where, if it's Joe Biden and Trump, I guess I'm voting for Joe Biden. Mm. But, (laughs) if there's anybody else, (laughs) <laughs> I'm likely to vote for anybody else other than them too. And these are people who aren't aren't the type to say, hey, oh, these are my candidates. Well, fuck it, I'm not voting. They're gonna vote for somebody. That's why. That's why I'm saying that. Like, I'm. I can't wait to figure out if they're gonna vote for Kanye or Joe Biden. No. If, it, if it truly is anybody but Trump, 2020. If that's truly the Democratic moniker, that's the mm. slogan. Right, that's what the DNC and that's what the 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 party has been saying. Anybody but Trump, really? Y'all feel that way for real? What, what about yeah? 
<laughs> Kim Kardashian as the first lady. Let's talk about that. That would be interesting. It's better than Melania's. Bro, do you know how many? Ooh, and our campaign definitely will Kim be. Kim K uh, has done more than form. Melania already. She's done more than Trump. <laughs> she's done more than she be up. People See, hate her, but she be out here doing her fucking thing though. Like every first lady hey. has an issue. I don't know what, what the hell Melania's issue is. Nancy Reagan was like war on drugs. Yeah. Or just say no. I mean, Michelle, Michelle was health for the health and shit. Yep. Right. And then Kim got prison reform, which is a great <laughs> which one. is probably the best. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> the best one. Like yeah. Melania is just hiding. <laughs> I ain't seen her in a long time, y'all. Yeah, I don't know what. No, she was on the shit. She was at the um, she was at the Fourth of July shit yesterday. Holding oh, hands with Trump. Oh, oh, she held hands with him. Yes, but maybe that needs to be the new poll. Who's a better first couple, Donald Trump and Melania, or Kanye and Kim? Yeah, it's obvious. It's so obvious. I damn never vote for Kanye because of Kim, because I feel like oh. maybe she'll. Help him be a little more reasonable. Yeah. True. I can agree with that, but she's a white woman. She and that's the part that's killing me because it's like shame black. But um, <laughs> is she a woman of color? No, she's a spicy white. Spicy white. <laughs> she got some cayenne. Yeah, you know they got girls. a little more hair. All she on got is, all she got is some cayenne in her DNA. They got if a little her more hair on them. From a genocide, does she get yeah. any props with that? For sure. Okay. Yeah. But they didn't. There's a genocide in Armenia, wasn't it? That's a baby ass genocide, though. You can't say it's a baby genocide. We had a genocide. It still was a genocide. There's levels to genocide. I'm not discounting the genocide that happened. But there's levels it's, to genocide. Like, it's not even top five genocide. It's not. It's not one of the top five genocide. <laughs> Oh shit, top five genocides. Now, do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, and man, I remember when Malik and I did a podcast mm-hmm. a little bit before the election in 2016. It was, uh, damn, I don't even remember the name of our shit. We literally did one episode. Did it come out? Yeah, yeah, it's oh. on SoundCloud now. <laughs> um, and we were talking about how it's just a foregone conclusion that Hillary's our next president. Really? Yeah, this is wow. that point of time before Trump was like a viable candidate. It was like, all right, okay, Trump's running for president, whatever, cool. And uh, I listened to this not too long ago, and I was just thinking about the way that the conversation was at the time. Mm-hmm was that Donald Trump being president was the most far-fetched thing (laughs) that anyone could think of. That was legitimate comedy. Like, it was movie script type. It was that far-fetched. It was out of control. Nobody thought it would happen. And at the time that we recorded that podcast, it was when things were first becoming like oh this isn't really quite as this we can't just dismiss this as a joke as we were but he's still not gonna win Mm -hmm. right it was at that time and i'm just thinking about the tone that that everybody and including myself was talking about donald trump at that time it is the very exact 
same way that people are talking about Kanye right now. Yeah. And when yeah. I say it's not different because, oh, he's a select, like, no. It's the exact, you can literally edit Kanye <laughs> for Donald Trump, Trump in these conversations. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. So, <laughs> is that uh, scary? It's um, or you just come to accept it after we've had Trump in office. I've come to accept it because I figured out last time when Trump was getting elected, I didn't know what to do about it. This time, I had, I I, I kind of got a little more game. I got a little more info, and I'm in a position where the shit that I think is important can still be moved in advance regardless of oh, if it's so Kanye, yeah. Biden, or Trump, right? Like, I'm, I'm in that position now, which is different than I was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit different. And I think, like, probably 45% of me is being facetious and saying, fuck it, just vote for Kanye. <laughs> but the other part of me is, like, strategically speaking, this nigga is probably the best leader for our country, yeah. given the options. Right, now, yeah. right. right? Um, and that's a wild ass position. And I just think about all of the people who were in that same exact mind frame four years ago and decided to vote for Trump. Right. Like it's just a very, very, very strange. Everything. Nothing makes any any sense. Yeah. Is what I'm basically trying to say. <laughs> like anything uh, that like as kids that we were taught uh, is the structure or how things work. We're 2020 basically is just saying all of that is bullshit. You can do whatever you want, say whatever you want, say whatever you want, do what you want to do. All this bullshit, fuck all of that. <laughs> like, and if you want to fuck with that shit, you still can. Yeah. But just to let you know, you don't have to go through any of that shit. You don't have to follow any of this protocol if you don't want to. That's basically what 2020 is saying to me, and, and the election too. It's like. Oh, fuck oh, fuck fuck everything you thought was for real honestly that's that's kind of how I feel about it and when you talk about distortions in reality mm-hmm. I think that August Alsina could probably be a really good person to talk to us about perceived side. reality and you know was yeah. was really really real you got side nigga woes. Side nigga woes. Another episode title potentially. <laughs> All right, let's let's figure out a way to ease into this. Have you ever been a side piece? Not to my knowledge. Have you ever been a side piece? Um, not to my knowledge. Okay, I have, have you, intentionally been a side piece. Before. Have you ever had a side piece? That was gonna be my next. Oh, okay. Set of question. Because no. you you say you want like three boyfriends. They won't be side pieces. Side pieces mean like you don't know. Or do what no, does a side piece mean? I think a side piece is somebody yeah. yeah, a side piece is somebody who definitely knows but like you understands have a relationship they're not the, No. So a side piece to me, let me I guess the self medicated <laughs> glossary of terms, right. A side piece is somebody that knows you're in a relationship, that understands your situation, but is content with being secondary, right? Like being a second option. I got offers, but Okay. No, I never took them. Why not? Because I don't want to. You don't want to be a secondary option? No, no. They were going to mm. be the secondary. Mm. I will never be someone's side piece. Why Wait. would you not take the offer then? Right. Because I don't want it. Like, ugh, men are just gross. Wait, what's gross about it, though? Men. All of the great advantages? You can't claim to be a pimp but don't have a stomach for it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the stomach for <laughs> pimping. I don't like men enough. 
to have like a side piece that's not like giving me like money or something. So I guess it depends but on what you're doing. That's the point, right? That's kind but of. But was August point. giving her money? Like, what was he doing? He well, so this have is a whole. Money to give her money. That's a different situation. That's a that's a different situation. But I'm trying to, I guess, level set in terms of how folks feel about like monogamy and how you deal with other people when you're in situations and how do you like i'm trying to level set around all of that mm-hmm. before i introduce <laughs> introduce this topic because this is a very specific situation yeah. but i think in general it has to do around like rules around dating and communication and all of that shit. so that's why i'm trying to level set generally but we could just jump into their business right off if we want to so apparently jada pinkett had August Alsina as a side piece in her marriage with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Is that is, is that close to accurate of describing the, the situation? An alleged situation. Okay, Allegedly. that's an alleged situation. And uh, this week, August Alsina did an interview with The Breakfast Club's Angela Yee and said some things that have caused a lot of conversation controversy in these streets. Did you watch the interview? That shit is an hour long. Yeah. Did you no. watch the interview? No. <laughs> All right. So I watched the interview. The whole thing? Uh, yes. Just, oh, okay. I watched the entire interview mainly because I wanted to see how this question was led up to and yeah. I wanted to see how the conversation was afterwards. Yeah, I was curious how it was edited to... Yes, that's yeah. the main thing that I wanted to find out. And I'll be honest with you, I still don't I cannot tell you what August said happened. It's, that's the that's weird why thing. August said a legend, like, because yes. it's not anything concrete he said. It was yes, like very weirdly worded and kind of floating around the subject. He basically didn't confirm anything that wasn't already speculation. What was the question, though? So, oh, so shout out goes to Angela Yee for the way that she phrased this question. I don't know if y'all heard it, but it was masterful. She did not say anything. She basically <laughs> said, nigga, you want to say something? Go ahead. She was like, you know, um, a lot of people are curious about your dating life now because, you know, in the past we have seen you know, allegations or rumors about your relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. And, you know, obviously y'all's business is what it is and nobody should be entitled to that information. But a lot of people are just curious about, you know, what that entailed and how that went down and what, you know, Mm -hmm. everything around that. She made it very, very general, but very, very specific. It's like, nigga, what you what you and Jada doing? That's how basically she did it her Angela Yee ass way, right? And his answer was basically to me, from what I can remember, was yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, Will said it was cool, and yeah. That's what I yeah. heard out <laughs> the interview. I was like, so like, so how did everyone come up with well, you know, it is we're in the age of social media yeah. and all of that shit They're and then pieces from different things pieces of different shit together. he also said like he basically he, what he said the words out of his mouth were you know I was in a relationship with Jada dot 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 and Will 
uh, we had Will's blessings. So like there was a lot of certain just certain phrasing of things where you could be like, okay, there's no other situation where you would be able to say Will had my blessing or our blessing other than y'all was fucking, y'all was spending an inordinate amount of time. You know what I'm saying? There's only a certain set right. of things that y'all could have been doing that Will could have gave his blessing for. Does when that make sense? When he was on the original Red Table Talk, though, when he like first came out, mm-hmm. when he learned of their um, experiences mm-hmm. or his dealings with the Smiths, when he kind of made it seem like they helped him deal with his addiction and whatever like uh, mental health issues he had. Cause like he was like I went backstage at, I think it was uh, Jaden's concert, mm-hmm. you know, and I talked to them. They were able to kind of like talk to me, kind of help me with my healing and battle with my uh, addictions. And he made it seem like as a couple they helped him. So like when he said they gave my blessings, are when I was in a relationship with Jada. At first I assumed like he meant that like she kind of took him under her wing and kind of helped him as like just an older person and a motherly figure. But then I saw a bunch of selfies of these niggas together, like, laying down and, like, why are y'all taking selfies like this? And, like, that made me a little bit she more suspicious. rubbing his nipples on the red carpet, bro. <laughs> a little bit more suspicious. <laughs> Literally through a silk shirt. You never seen it? somebody got a silk shirt on. Okay. But now when you're married <laughs> to Will Smith on the well, red carpet. Well, everybody's been saying they're on swinger stuff for how many years? So, whatever. All but right. that was never based on anything. That was, was alleged. Yeah. That was alleged. Um, and I think that's mainly because Will Smith was still cool with his baby moms from his uh, previous situation. And Jada and they all were like going on vacation. I thought it together. had something to do with like Dwayne Mark and. Uh, what's the uh, name? Alicia Campbell? Yeah. Nobody want to. No, because Will was like um, supposedly like hooking him up with bitches. Dwayne Martin? Yeah. Why not? That's Will Smith. Hmm. Yeah. While he was married. This is boy. Yeah. yeah Maybe he was a marriage. <laughs> Will securing it. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, so here's the other thing, though. So I am not comfortable trying to decide the parameters of their relationship. Mm-hmm. So that part to me is weird because it seems to me that everybody's speculation and what people really have a problem with is based on assumptions about their relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a lot of assuming going on. So I'm going to choose not to go that route and make mm-hmm. any of those assumptions about what type of relationships they have, any of that. I'm gonna- Even when they said what type of relationship yeah, they have? Yeah, because I don't know the nature of that. I don't know if it, shit, they could be a threesome. They could be all fucking- Well, they said on the Red Table Talk that when they had Will and Jada on there, they said that people think we're swingers and we're doing this and that. And it was like, we never done any of that stuff. They also are the type of people. And they've always proclaimed, oh, not always proclaimed, but now like their whole thing is like being honest and truthful. Right. Yeah, they're so, like, also the type of people. They're also the type of people who are very good at words and definitions. Mm-hmm. Right, so if they say, "Yeah, we're not swingers," I'm sure they have an alternative. But we're actually word. polyamorous. Exactly, <laughs> they are the type of motherfuckers that would have some alternative word to describe the same exact shit. I see that. So I can yeah. see that. Yeah. But let's just assume they're not swingers or not any of that. Let's mm-hmm. let's uh, again an assumption. Let's just pretend that ne- like not that it's a uh, 
stereotypical American Western relationship of monogamy okay. and, and, and all of that. August Alcina is still foul, bro. He He's is. still foul. But it's weird that this is all lining up with his album dropping. It's not weird. Yes, it is. It makes perfect sense to me. To me, it's weird because either he's hurt and he wants to share his emotions or he's doing this for publicity. I can't tell which is which. I think that it's both. Regardless, it's going to be publicity. So Yeah, I think that it's both. And that the only way to this when they first had it on the... Hmm? When he when we first found out about their relationship, because they were still they were still fucking. together, uh, he was okay. still fucking. He was still gotcha. up under that spell. She hadn't, she hadn't, you know, saying she hadn't distanced herself yet. Gotcha. But I'm assuming they haven't fucked. <laughs> assuming that they haven't fucked. August is still bogus, bro. You're still bogus. You cannot. Even if even if it was a situation where, you know, Will and Jada were. A support system through your addiction and your struggles of sobriety and all of that and helped you even even if we just limited from a like artist perspective and helping you be able to create right mm-hmm. fam you still have to shut the fuck up yeah it's like what's your purpose why are you saying any of this what's your purpose what are you gaining <laughs> from this exactly that's what I don't understand so to me that leads to the only conclusion that makes sense is that he's heartbroken Jada broke his heart, bro. I guess the other part people are talking about, which may have led to him being heartbroken, is he might have felt like Jada take, took advantage of him. Uh, that's another perspective. So I asked Ace about yeah. that on the IG Live. Mm-hmm. How, how will he feel like that, though? So, so some people feel like because Jada is older, more established, more powerful, that she actually preyed on August Alcina being a young, vulnerable man trying to make it in this industry that she's already established in, struggling with addiction and all of these different things, and, and presenting her herself as a mother figure and all of these different types of things. So, of course, it makes sense for somebody to be at rock bottom and in their most vulnerable state to look up to this beautiful woman, right, that has helped them through all of these different mm-hmm. things and to have some feelings for her. I think that makes a lot of sense, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you still gotta shut. The but where did she come in? Where what does the harp like? Did she promise him something? Did come through? Did she say I'm gonna leave Will for you? Like why are maybe you? Maybe she never said. Maybe she said, "Yo, I'm never leaving Will. This Where's is my family and all of this. Right. But I'm here for you. I'll always be here for you. And you know, it was probably like that from the beginning. So who's in the wrong? All right. I told you I had a wife, and I'm not leaving her. And so you're mad. No, I'm just saying, like, if I, I know I'm saying, uh, if I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want, you agree to be my side piece. Mm-hmm. And then you don't like the agreement anymore. You left. You're going to blast me out, and then it's my fault. I, I told you what I had. What you, de- what you described is assuming that she's not preying on his situation and his shortcomings and the fact that he has this addiction that he's trying to solve. In the situation that you're describing, it's basically two sound-minded <laughs> adults trying to, you know what I'm saying? Establish terms of a relationship. Exactly. In this situation, and I think what people are pointing to when they are making the argument that Jada was preying on him is that he was vulnerable. He was helpless. He needed 
help, <laughs> right? Like mm -hmm. he was in a vulnerable position. And somebody more powerful and more established than him was, you know, presenting themselves as a, as a, as a beacon of light for him yeah. in that situation. So like, I can see that too. Uh, we hear about it all the time in Me Too. Like, yep. this person was reassuring and they were powerful and I felt like I could rely on them and get... Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, you're in fucking love. How many television shows have you seen of people, bitches getting kidnapped? <laughs> and then next thing you know, they're in love with the person they kidnapped. That's like, syndrome. That's yeah, Stockholm that's, Syndrome. Yeah, that, that's a thing. Like, that should happen. Yeah. <laughs> just you hear a lot about it like when professors and students. Yeah. Like the same shit. So I don't think it's beyond reasonable thinking to yeah. think that August got taken advantage of and that Jada was bogus for just how she went about that interaction. That's possible too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. That's why I'm really uh, interested to see her side of the story just to see even how it's framed because I feel like I can draw a lot Are of Are people going to even that. believe her? Yeah, well, at this point, it's 2020. You all believe all women. It's, that's what it is. So you should always have always believed women. That's the that's that's another Your thing about August. He fucked up. Even as a quote unquote victim, you you have a dick, bro. It's 2020. That shit ain't gonna work for you. How yeah, <laughs> you think it's gonna work? Accountable. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it ain't gonna work like that. First of all, did you hear the conversation we had about holding marginalized people accountable? It didn't come out yet. No, oh, I only, didn't come out yet. I, I okay. uploaded it though. Yeah, so I did the first. Half. I listened yeah, to the first half. Okay. Second half. Cause uh, this is this would be a thing. How do you hold Jada accountable in this situation if she took advantage of or at least um, led a vulnerable person on? Cause at minimum, that's what the Me Too movement has yeah. said about people in power, right? Like you've just Dude, taken advantage powers. of the relationship, yeah. right? So how do you? If it was a situation where Jada abused her power in the relationship, how would anyone hold her accountable? What does that look like? Are we to hold her accountable or is she to hold herself accountable? If she didn't, like, if he isn't, yeah, like I can see if she, like, sexually like assaulted you know, him and then it's that's like, like getting in trouble that's when we have somebody to somebody ask you, what should your punishment be? Not necessarily. <laughs> you don't have to sexually assault them. That's what Me Too is about, sexual assault. No. No. Nah. It's about abuse of power, too. That leads to sexual assault. No, abuse of power. I, I That's usually what of, it is. Usually, the people get sexually assaulted. I think it's sexual abuse of power, though, right? right. Like you abusing your power for sexual favors, but I don't think that's necessarily under the bucket of like, because you could you could never make any sexual advances at all, but still imply a sexual favor will move you along. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. I can't say what. Type shit quick. Okay. Quick, To me, that's, it's, it's just very slightly different. It's, it's almost a negligible difference. <laughs> Low key. Yeah, no. So, I don't know, man. Time I, I feel like tell. time would So, do y'all feel like if anybody is, like, way older than someone in the relationship that one person's been taken advantage of? Do you think there's ever a relationship where they're equal? If one person's way older than the other? Like, I'll say 10 plus years. Equal meaning? Like, where one person isn't getting taken advantage of. That's being equal. What do you mean by equal, though? But, like, I don't think any relationship is equal. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Well, when I say equal, like, someone's not being taken advantage of. Like, yeah. in whatever way. So, like, if a dude is, like, 49, 
-hmm. and then he has a 24 year old wife mm -hmm. is he taking advantage of her no shit she might be taking advantage of him yeah right yeah, like, <laughs> like, this, the determination of what taking advantage of right. it also depends what on how much money they want and what they're getting. that's what i'm saying right like there's there's Money, financial, power, and some women clout. just like old niggas. It's a lot here. It's, yes, <laughs> like that's the thing. Yeah, there's it, it, a lot there. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of weird. I do feel pretty comfortable regardless of what Jada says or what else happens in this. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty secure in saying that August is a simp for this shit, bro. You gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta write some songs. That's what I was gonna no say. Has anybody heard the album? I have heard the album. Is he yes. like speaking about? Not really. I, I saw somebody talking about saying it's just like him talking about harmonizing on different beats, how tough he is. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's, a good, it's a long ass album. It's a yeah. lot of fucking songs on yeah. there, but it's good music, bro. Okay. Like it's good. Like all this is a beast. But he's not talking about any personal. Not, not really. The, the remember the it was a few songs that he has put out recently that was for sure, for sure. Okay. About this situation, but none of this shit sounds like what song? Oh fuck! What was that song called? Uh, it, uh, it has Jada's name in it. <laughs> Dang, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Is I feel like somebody that's gone through this much at this age has so much material of like of content and the type of music he can put out. It's kind of unfortunate he's been doing a, like a lot of those just tough R and B songs, I guess. Because if you've been addicted to drugs, had an affair with this. Famous. Super mega celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, you did all of this by 25? You should have, like, some of the greatest. You should have an usher's confession up. Yeah, half city. of your family is dead. Like, True. you yeah. taking care of your nieces. Yeah, he's like. from, like, New Orleans or something. <clears throat> yeah. 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 He remixed Kehlani's Nunya. That song uh, is about Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to it. You should. It is about her. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she mentioned that in the interview, too, I think. Yep. Angela Yee, yeah. Very interesting. So that's August, and that's Yay. <laughs> those are, like, the two biggest stories this week. Yeah. Uh, Y'all want to talk about your boy Terry Crews? Too woke for the week. Too woke for the week, for sure. He's too woke <laughs> for his own good. Terry Crews, did you say somebody said, was it you who said somebody said that? Wait, he's what's his playing character? his character. Yeah, his yeah. character in White Girls is his real life person. White Chicks, yeah, that's his real, that's his real self. What was his character's name in, in White Chicks? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. That movie was trash also, by the way. Mm. That it's movie funny. did at not, time, no, it, it did not age well at all. I don't know about aging well, but at the time it was hilarious. So Terry Crews goes, if... You are a child of God. You are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure that hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. But like, to me, Black Lives Better is not even a bad thing to morph into. Well, like, I guess it's saying better than, better than. Better than you yeah. gotta add extra. That's words, what he's sure. saying. Like yeah. he didn't better put that. than. That's why I'm like this. Yeah, they got a ring to it. This nigga spinning. <laughs> right. 
um, and then he said some other shit about uh, he doubled down on those statements after yeah. he got backlash and criticism after he got torn a new one because a lot of people were upset because they're like we don't want black lives to be better we just want it to be equal exactly which he never doesn't really seem to get because most of his recent tweets and comments have been as if black it's lives like, matter means everybody else's life is going to get worse exactly. or they're trying to practice bro- black, black supremacy, supremacy black supremacy and right. the way white people practice supremacy and you know systematically oppress these other groups of people which he goes uh, are all white people bad no are all black people good no i don't like he did it in that order first of all but go ahead knowing <laughs> this reality i stand on my decision to unite with good people no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I also decide to die on this hill. So here's the thing, man. This is one of those situations where if you wanna critique, yeah, man. (laughs) If you wanna critique what he's saying, if you just objectively look at all of the tweets that he's put out that have caused these firestorms, he's not wrong, Mm -hmm. right? The sentiments that he's expressing are not inaccurate. I get what you're trying to say. One people, one race, we're all people. But who is your audience? The problem is you have to shut the fuck up. You You don't get to say any of this. And now is not the time. You are 100% correct in... Like if you just dissect what he's saying, yeah. we're all people. Everybody is a human being. We should all be treated equal. Yeah. I'm talking in the SpongeBob font right now. Capital <laughs> alternating capital and lowercase letters. Like you're 100 percent correct. Right. But to say that as a um, as a counter to people saying Black Lives Matter, stop mm. killing us. Like that is the wrong counter. So your message doesn't fit the situation you're using it to respond to some shit that this is not a good response to and nobody's really preaching that and nobody's even talking about what you're talking about he's man. like arguing like, against the know? argument nobody's making yeah that's the other that's, part i feel like yeah. he's who the fuck is he talking <laughs> he's real passionate about some yeah. shit and i feel like who the fuck is he talking to I, who 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 no one no one like who is making him feel like this is a quote-unquote heel he's willing to die on. I don't don't, Are there people in his real life hitting him up saying, you know, Terry, I don't know. I don't don't know about that last statement there. It's kind of problematic for me. I feel like Terry Crews is not surrounded by any real niggas that's going to tell him. I expect more from a black dude. I think he's from... Flint, Michigan, too. This is a this is a nigga. This ain't ain't one of those... Listen, nigga, been in Hollywood too long, man. Been in Hollywood too long. Get that syndication money. Can't stop. The other thing that's weird about Terry Crews is, if y'all remember, y'all remember when he was uh, an ally? Uh, when the Me Too movement first came out. Yeah. Remember when he was an ally? Would he have been an ally if he didn't get assaulted? Or would he be saying some wild shit? Did he say some wild Me Too shit too, or what? Is this just like the no? He started that he got into a black woman. Oh, because of the Gabrielle Union. Before that, though. Yeah. The question was, did he get assaulted? 
Yeah, I think somebody get his vocal if he didn't get assaulted. Okay, because I thought the question was, did he get assaulted? He definitely. He got assaulted. I think somebody like grabbed his. He grabbed his penis in front of his wife. Yeah. Who told that story? He did. Oh. (laughs) So when do? Never mind. Let's just move forward. (laughs) Let's just zoom past that part. Yeah. He at one point was an ally, right? Yeah. And can we dissect why he was an ally? I just I yeah. know exactly why he was an ally, but like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just allowed him to come into the movement because um but like white feminist like incorporating people of color into their movements to make it seem more legitimate and it's not just white women complaining so I think that's why they let him in because he's like a even though he's a giant negro he's like a safe negro um okay you think Terry Crews is a safe negro? yes he said he now the, the way this shit is now he's definitely yeah, um, especially the roles he people. plays now, like on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's a big giant nigga that likes to make his titties dance and eat yogurt. Yeah, and take his shirt off yeah, whenever like, he can. He's he's not um, old dude from uh, Friday no more. He's like, but why was he <laughs> not Debo? Yeah, why was he? Why was he embraced? I guess is the question. Um, because I it was a man coming forth Thank saying you. that. I Thank too you. have been sexually assaulted. So it's now it's like women Thank say, you. see, it happens to men too. But that's also Okay. <laughs> you didn't say that. But you you partner replay. Nah, <laughs> you did say that, but you emphasized a different point than what she's okay, emphasizing. Fair enough. Y'all, y'all brought up the same situation but emphasizing a different Yeah, point. so it was mainly because he was the man saying, um, that he was assaulted. What I think personally is Terry Crews is a direct mirror image of these woke-ass motherfuckers. I think that he is a mirror image of taking shit too far, Mm. being tone deaf, not knowing where to insert the shit. Because like I said, what he's saying isn't wrong per se. Mm -hmm. It just ain't the time for that. We don't want to hear that from you. Like It's just bad timing, bad PR. He needs a PR person is what I'm trying to say. But what I'm saying is he's... The reason why he was embraced in that movement was... The identity politics that you brought up, but it was also, I think, playing into the stereotypes of men being more honest or truth or easier to believe. And like he was able to reinforce some of those things and, and make it like pretty much what you were saying, more of a thing like, yo, this is a thing that's happening all over the place type shit. It made it more relevant to a bunch of people. But at the end of the day, though, this message—you gotta choose your messenger, True. because this nigga is fucking a lot of shit up right now. <laughs> like you, he's the—he's Terry Crews. Remember the pendulum I was talking about? Yeah. Terry Crews is the momentum. Mm. You can't see it. You don't really know how strong it is, but it is causing things to move in a peculiar fashion honestly that's how I feel about it mm. I don't know 
What are, what, what are y'all thoughts? I, I still feel like my point makes more sense. What was your point? I think because he's a giant black man, they allowed him to come in. Because, like, he's the extreme of masculinity. Mm-hmm. So, like, if this giant, strong black man can have this happen to him, it's clearly out of out of control in Hollywood and we need to bring all these people forward because there has been other men that have come forward but they haven't put that person in the spotlight because like Corey Feldman has been talking about mm. forever yeah so like it's a few other people that have been saying like crazy shit like this so I think because of what Terry Crews looks like and the type of role he plays on TV they feel comfortable putting him forward but not realizing all the other dumb shit he was going to end up saying I agree <laughs> down the I road. agree yeah. Latrell Spencer is King Coon I don't know. Latrell. I know Latrell Sprewell. Latrell Spencer <laughs> is who Terry Crews plays in White Chicks. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, who? <laughs> who the hell? Um, so, yeah. This is, this is, this is Coonery at his finest. I think what really annoys me about his tweets is, like, he's, he's talking to, like, black people about shit we already know. And it's like, yeah, who the fuck are you talking? Audience? Like, we know. We, that's how we get raised to, like, everybody God's people and shit mm. like we know shit like this like why are you talking to us like we're not the ones who have the fucking problem like I don't think, talk to us I think he thinks he's preaching to people yeah like don't don't hate people no, black there's people there's no Shut audience <laughs> the church he's preaching at he's just talking yeah it's strange speaking of people who have had multiple careers and different things there's a doctor getting a divorce <laughs> That was a terrible segue. Dr. Dre? Yeah. I thought you were going to segue with him and Kanye. I thought he might be doing this Kanye album to make some money. I was I was thinking about figuring out how to tie in Kanye, Dr. Dre, and Virgil all together. But we'll do it this way instead. Dr. Dre is getting divorced, y'all. Uh, what is this, a 24-year marriage? No prenup. No prenup. Yeah. We talked about prenups last week. Yeah. First of all... I want to know why does Kanye leave a path of destruction <laughs> everywhere he goes? How how does he have something to do? Because uh, they're making a joint album together, or at least have been working on a beach together, and now Dr. Dre's wife wants to leave him. She probably been wants to. She's leave probably getting those years again her ass beat. I was about to say she probably tired. Of it. <laughs> probably <laughs> sick of it, or hatched a master plan like I'm gonna get this nigga one day. Yeah. And and wait. Played the long game. Wait till Played you get the that, long uh, beats game. money. Oh, I got you. <laughs> what is Dr. J's wife? Uh, she's a lawyer. I know that. I don't know oh, she definitely played lawyer? the long game. Yeah, I don't know if she's former oh, or current. She like, played the long like, game with this nigga. Yeah. Nicole she was Young. Check her. She was playing chess. <laughs> they were married for 24 years. She filed for a divorce. Was it irreconcilable? Irreconcilable differences. That means he cheated. And seeking spousal support. Woo! That alimony. She about to get half and Yeah, get yeah, she got you, homie. As long as she don't get married, she's good. That's the best setup for women, honestly. It really is. Alright, now we have to talk about it. <laughs> so would you deal with somebody cheating on you and beating you for twenty four years to get four hundred million? If I could mentally handle it yeah. and play that game and if money was worth that much to me. <laughs> and that shit will have no effect on well, my mental yeah. yeah absolutely yeah it's got to be a situation where you know you what gonna, type of abuse you're taking on and like mm-hmm. are 
You gotta be strong as for fuck that. to do you that. You gotta be yeah. very strong. Yeah. So y'all are, Ooh, I think are. divorce and drop the tell all book, watch. Man, I can't <laughs> But y'all are, I, I think it should, it's, uh, I don't think a lot of people know, especially younger people, know who the fuck Dr. Dre is and the allegations yeah. that he's dealt with in this very marriage that we're talking about sure. and so i don't i don't think that a lot of people have all the full context of this mm. situation but it definitely seems from the outside looking in like a situation where you know nicole dealt with some bullshit and when she felt safe enough to get up out the jam mm-hmm. she got the fuck up out the jam mm-hmm. that's what it seems like to me Anybody want to contradict that? <laughs> like, that's I, what it, I think she waited until you got that big payday a few years ago. Yeah. Like, I'm finally tired of this shit. It's ready to yeah. um, it, what is she white? I don't know. I think she might be one of those mixed. I'm thirty percent this. Yeah, regular white people don't have twenty three percent long of a face. Like that's some that's something else. That's like there. the Arab. That's woman. a long face, bro. From like hairline she to might be the to chin, a spicy white. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a lot. Look at that from the part to the bottom of the chin. That's a lot of teeth. That's a lot of nose. That's cheekbones. That's, that's a lot of distance. A, a lot of area to cover. Let's speculate. Why did why with uh what do you think was the straw that broke the camel's back? What do y'all think it was? Who knows? Well, Dre, who knows? He might have. I, I mean, I'm like I said, I just assume based off of his history and the stories I've heard, it's just she might have just got tired of those years of abuse if that's what happened allegedly. Why he ain't get canceled? Because he's he, not he popular. Back. And then like he on Twitter and shit, yeah, and he like he's a prominent figure like, in society. Even when he got caught up with the scandal of like paying all the parents paying for college their kids he didn't really even get caught up in that because i think they said he put pays 27 million mm-hmm. for usc film school for his uh, daughter to get in that was a shitty crappy deal 27 <laughs> million that's one of the like most well-renowned um film schools in the u.s but the like he couldn't just hire NYC. one of the teachers like on offhand like i'll do some tutoring for me you gonna pay the like that's dumb you know kids want the degrees no, they don't. You didn't want your degree? No. Give I'll sell that bitch. Give I'm back. My daddy got it. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I would refund that bitch. Like, what? Yeah, so this is interesting, man, because I feel like there's going to be more to come. Nicole is going to be uh, talking a lot. She's about so. to pull a Jada and get her young nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Jada still got her old nigga. Don't get it twisted. But she's yeah, about Will to just have the young Will ain't going part. nowhere. That's the other part. Will, let's go back to this situation. Will is in a tough spot because he can't do shit about the he situation. He hasn't been posting be and or anything. He, all he could do is be mad right now. He's been on social media shit the Yes, he has years. not been All posted. he could do is be mad at the crib. All he could do is not talk to Jada when he go get some fucking milk out the fridge. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying? Like, he's he's been, I don't even think he's mad at her. I think he's pissed. Listen, listen. He's mad. As someone, don't incriminate yeah, yourself. He's mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just let you know. I'm, I'm, Will is mad <laughs> in this situation. That's why I said what I said. It don't really matter what the truth is right yeah. now. Will is upset. And I feel like Jada broke the first rule of um, 
Don't eat where you shit. No, not even that. The first rule of like if you're gonna cheat or do outside affairs is both of you have to have something to lose. Yep. August Alcina has nothing, nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. It's only going They up have there. everything. So, like, you have to be more wise if you're going to have a side piece or whatever kind of relationship they had where there's an equal. From a will loss. perspective, too, though, like, keep your hoes in check, bro. That's like, what he should say to her, or? Yeah, no, um, yeah. That's what. Because none of his hoes came out. That's what I'm saying. If I was and you will, know you got I, that's why I would be upset man. with her is because it's like, fam, why is it anybody you fucking on is what brings this shit up? Yeah. Why, like, why can't you control your bitches? That's 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 more so. But if, if I he will. did give his permission, he can't really be mad. Well, you can be mad. He could. He could be mad at August, but he can't be mad at Jada. He could be mad at Jada for picking him. Bum it. A, a bum ass nigga. But technically, he picked them too. Then. <laughs> well, he gave his approval because he's not the one screening bitches, niggas. He Jada probably said, "Hey yo, okay. this young he nigga." He can't August, pick Jada. That's like up him. to him though. He's that is true. Empire. That is true. He could have just been like this nigga. He could have did some investigation. Right. Like, yeah, nah, I don't trust him. But can he pick her niggas out for her? Do she pick that's his bitches out? That's another point. Like that's her choice. That's her. That's but the he, nigga. He that has to sign off on it. Right. He can't pick if he. If she brings him to him and is like and is gushing and all of this shit, he might be like, you know what, Shorty, I see you like this nigga. Go ahead. I, it might be against right. my better judgment, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? I, mean, but I can see how much fun you have. He's Go now ahead and have the Trump card and all the arguments, though. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, why didn't you bring the milk back? Why didn't you bring the milk back? <laughs> <laughs> why you let that nigga milk you for two years? He told everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, bro. If I'm Will, listen, bro. <laughs> just keep your hoes in check. If I'm involved, <laughs> just keep your hoes in check. That's at minimum. Just keep your hoes in check. And Dr. Dre probably didn't keep his hoes in check. That's definitely what happened to him. That is definitely what happened. Uh, but shout out to Nicole. When they start showing the documents for the divorce, it'll be interesting to see what they start talking about. And that's yeah. what it usually is, because I think these women know that they're getting cheated on. But when, like, bitches be bold and, like, start doing, rec- like, oh, you don't give a fuck about me. Oh, okay. Mm. Now I got to bring for your cash. <laughs> Damn, that's And now up. he's going to be sick. That's fucked up. Huh? So Dr. Dre and Kanye are working on music together. Does anybody think that, you know, hanging out with Kanye has anything to do with this divorce? Because it seems like people affiliated with Kanye keep keep doing weird shit. Like Virgil in his Pop Smoke album cover. He was, Virgil was doing good before him and Kanye reunited. reunited. He was doing so good. You know, Virgil was the demise of himself when he did that. When he donated fifty dollars. No, this is before all of that. I was about to say, yeah, he been on the downslide for a minute. Like, but him and and Kanye hugged it out at the Louis show or whatever in twenty eighteen. He got signed, quote unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Virgil got signed to Louis. Right. Started happening because before Virgil was just in the cut doing his uh, Pyrex. Then he had to switch it to Off White. Yeah. Off White was going crazy in the streets. He had the Nike shit going on. Then he gets his Louis Vuitton and he started making these. Rich nigga missteps. I um I don't get it. I don't understand. These people that are like you know what I'm saying, iconic in the culture for very specific and particular things mm-hmm. 
and then they go out and do things that are like legitimate polar opposites to that it makes me feel like they were never aware or never truly understood hmm. who they were in this culture and just had like maybe a skewed sense of their place in this culture right or they did and just because of all the hype they've accumulated and all the praise they've got a misrepresentation of what they actually are instead of kind of what people told them they are I almost want to push back on that because I feel like when people get comfortable, who they really are is exposed. Mm. And I feel like over the last few years, a lot of these people that we've had conversations about mm -hmm. have not been in, in, they've been comfortable, right? Relatively speaking, of course, but these niggas don't have the same type of problems that niggas that's struggling is having. So like with who you are as a person, when you are deciding, damn, am I finna go to Calabasas tonight to fuck this bitch or not? Versus, damn, should I rob this liquor store so I can pay my rent? That's a different fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So I feel like the Virgils, the fucking Terry Crews, the, all of these niggas are so far removed from those set of circumstances guiding their decisions mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, the, the set of shit, the values or the morals that I think a lot of their fans may have just assumed that they represented has put them in a position now where where they who they really truly are is getting exposed and they ain't really idol worthy if that makes sense like yeah, yeah. that that's uh, what people tend to do with celebrities so. yeah and that's sure. the, the the falsiness of the celebrity stand one thousand percent one thousand percent because i have a feeling that virgil actually probably did exactly what pop smoke asked him to do mm -hmm. with that album cover <laughs> but that was probably the first couple drafts or so right i don't like, think that's the case uh, i think 50 cent was trolling y'all niggas you think so Absolutely. Nah, now, like, I also can't dispute that. Because <laughs> 50 Cent Everybody knows that shit was terrible. And 50 Cent started talking shit after it. But He's a master marketer. That Not only that, 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 is, that is very, very true. I also know that aesthetic that was presented there. Mm -hmm. And I know what uh, Pop Smoke kind of represents and what he comes from, right, out of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And so I totally understand the nostalgia of a fucking spray painted R.I.P. shirt from Pop Smoke, right? And and looking like that, I totally get that correlation, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, though, I don't think that that was the final fucking product, I never, right? I don't, yeah, I never. Thought I don't that think was. that. I don't think that. Uh, they wouldn't even put that shit out if that. Exactly. Was, if Pop was still alive, I think we would have ended up with a version of that that was more polished, more, you know what I'm saying? I think what happened was Virgil put that shit out like, yo, this is the shit that Pop, this was Pop's vision and, you know, this is what I have and, oh, and I think that it was like the first couple drafts of it. Yeah. I don't think it was really to get there. People shitted on it and not understanding truly, right, and made incredible Incredible. Have you seen they some of them? They were good as fuck. Oh like, my god. <laughs> some of them shits were so cold. I was like, damn. And they, they people just, are talented. And looking at his previous album artwork, that Virgil one was never well, a candidate. It, no, it was a candidate though. <laughs> I but, mean like but more versions of it. It needed more editing. That's what I'm saying. If you look at if you look at the Meet the Woo 2 picture. It's amazing. It's amazing. And if you look at the the 
just the picture that they had with some edits you could see it being like a part of that storyline like a part of that legacy you could see it i i mean i could uh, see it i couldn't see it i could see it the chrome well, roses a, and all of that shit. i can i can definitely see there's it. a couple other ones that 50 cent had that i could see that being like continuation of yeah that. but that one that to me that was i'm just gonna say it's trolling that's my conspiracy theory for the week with these things trolling i don't think that's a bad theory Based on the people that's involved and the reaction, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, y'all didn't like it. Okay, we'll change like it. I see uh, Pop Smoke's management, Stephen Victor, being cool with letting Fifty do some shit like this because you know that's. I could also see Stephen Victor saying, "Fuck each and every last one of you." This is what <laughs> Pop wanted, right? Like I can yeah. see him saying that too. So clearly, this was not what Pop wanted. And they said his, <laughs> his mother like, picked the uh, cover. Yeah. So like. She probably picked this one a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> like, there's a lot here. And, um, I, and the other controversy with this is I saw that it was an artist that said that Jasper... Jasper. Jasper. What's his name? Virgil. Virgil. I'm thinking <laughs> Ivan Jasper, Kanye's on the on my board. I thought she was talking about Jasper from uh, Loiter Squad. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a wrench. Whole <laughs> story. But... <laughs> This artist said that Virgil stole the idea to chrome roses for him, which I think might have been just a multi-layer backup plan for controversy to make awareness of the album yeah. popular that 50 Cent might have thought about. Yeah, I'm giving 50 Cent credit for this whole entire discussion and conversation. Yeah, because Virgil was still standing by the artwork. Yep. I think 50 Cent was like, this shit looks ridiculous. Exactly. We're just going to throw this out there and make something happen. <laughs> and then Virgil was like, I think, I not Virgil. This week. I think it was uh, Stephen Victor was like, yo, this was the original artwork. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yo, the fans don't like it. We're going to pick something else. Yes. <laughs> and then he was like, yo, the fans have decided. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he played it. When the, now that you say, I don't, uh, yeah, now that you say that it was a 50 cent marketing ploy mm-hmm. and based on how his manage, Pop Smoke's management has positioned him, themselves through this mm-hmm. whole thing, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, they kind of planned this whole shit. They knew that was the first mm-hmm. fucking draft that Virgil sent. Virgil knew it too. He was like, damn, I'm going to have to take this L. <laughs> Fuck it. No idea how to segue this, but academics versus everybody. So. I don't know shit about the show. <laughs> I know about academics and Freddie Gibbs and like the basis of their beef where I think uh, Freddie Gibbs was doing a Boulet Kev interview. Mm-hmm. And um, they ended up talking about Jeezy, and Freddie Gibbs mentioned that Jeezy was uh, not relevant. And I think Freddie Gibbs said something about kind of using Jeezy as inspiration for him to keep doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then on um, Everyday Struggle, it brought up the subject of uh, Freddie Gibbs and Jeezy talking about who was relevant. And academics said that because if Jeezy dropped the album today, it would sell like 50,000 units. He's more relevant than Freddie Gibbs because if Freddie Gibbs dropped the album, he would only sell like 20 or 30. And he was basing the relevancy on um, the artist based on how many units they would move, which is a decent argument, but that doesn't really touch on like the impact people are making in the culture. Like I feel like Gibbs is actually making an impact where Mm -hmm. Jeezy dropped something, which I think he did. Last year, not too long ago, yeah, yeah, and it didn't really pop. So basically, academics is saying that Freddie Gibbs is less relevant than Jeezy. Yes. 
Does Jeezy even rap anymore? Like, is he? <laughs> Y'all just say put something invested. Out. What, what, yeah. But yeah, but is he invested in rap? Like, does he it's give not a like his fuck? main source of income? Like a lot of other. Does he give a uh, fuck? You about to get how married. many more sales he get than Freddie Gibbs? I don't think Jeezy is concerned mm-hmm. with that. I think that the uh, the interesting thing to me about this conversation is why because uh, academics been on one all week. He been coming at. He came at Freddie Gibbs. He came at Chrissy Teigen. What he came out with Meek Mill. He called her a big mouth bitch, bro. Whoa. On, a, on his everyday on his struggle, Twitch. on his Twitch. No, on his Twitch. Is that why he, he got lit? He getting drunk on that Twitch and just he talking said, shit. He said, yo, your man's album didn't sell. You need to open it. You need to take your big mouth ass and, and stomp for your man or something like that. He ain't some shit. Something like that. Mm. She, he. No Jamaicans, man. Yo. Wagwan, my nigga. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he came at Meek Mill saying that how the fuck you mad at Takashi for being a snitch, but you signed to a snitch. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. You trying to get smoked. One thing that I would say about <laughs> academics, academics never has any points that are like not indisputable true. or not yeah. true. They're always just like, my nigga, why? But he can't say it, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can't play the role of a tough guy. But, also but that's the like, thing he don't. I'm not. That's where he gets away with it. Because he's like, yo, I'm just an internet kid. And I'm just telling you. No, the, the point here. is you can't just say what you want and think it ain't going to be no right. repercussions like, behind that. that. If he gets shot or beat up, he's going to be like, why, why did you, you attack do that? me? Nobody you know, is shooting or beating academics up. I think that's the that's my entire point. Yet, nah, fam. I think that's the happen? point. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that the entire point of what people like Takashi and academics actually represent in this generation is like some shit that I was taught as a kid. Right, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. And these niggas are like, fam, why are these words hurting you? I'm just talking shit. I'm just telling the truth. Why are you so bothered? Right? Like, you why you can't call somebody you pussy though and expect not to? In 2020, you absolutely can. I think that's my point. You can say whatever the fuck you want to in these mm-hmm. streets. That's no, what you I'm can't. Saying. No, you can't. You okay. gonna get your ass beat. All right, give me an example. Of the last five years, last ten years, mm-hmm. of someone saying something that has some real repercussions. Uh, Just them saying it. Little one of them niggas that was talking about Little Reese. <laughs> nigga died like uh, two days later. Little Reese is the one who got shot up. No, no, no. Within the last year. No, no. I'm talking about this is like maybe five, six years ago. Where Little Reese had beef with one of these niggas, and he was like, "Fuck Little Reese, fuck all them niggas." Two, two days later or not even two days I think it was the same 24 hour period that nigga was dead okay at least happens here well this is a- <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> but like if someone were to like beat his ass or shoot him it'll, everybody be like why would you do that like he's yeah. not even that's, worth that's getting what his ass, ass beat of. he like a little rat that's like a little my point but like, I think like, who is this little nigga like it's not and ain't even no point of me beating your ass like you pathetic like right. just shut the fuck the up the only way I can see you getting away with doing something to him if you just slap him tell him to watch your mouth and watch who you're talking to and just walk away yeah but that's like one of those right situations like Charlemagne like him almost getting jumped didn't correct his mouth that's you see what crazy. I'm saying <laughs> yeah shout out to Donnell Rollins <laughs> the thing is he almost got jumped he almost got it jumped scared but nothing him fucking yeah. happened 
And I and think that that's, he's less I think that, reckless with his. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. He's more responsible with what he says on how he talks to people. He's more responsible with his mouth. I didn't say that. I said how he talks. That's what I heard. I heard with that mouth. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, man. I don't. I think that's the. To me, that's kind of the point. Is like, I, I, and I feel like this is a turn in perspectives are just understanding is like fam you're gonna be mad at somebody saying true shit yeah and the answer is yes i'm gonna beat your ass but, when does it fuck up? but it, the counter to that is really nigga but right like it's i don't know it's weird to be honest though freddie gibbs handled it the best way you possibly could oh yeah you gotta throw it back with him exactly just roll back with him yeah, I, I would have did that. And but then, also, Freddie Gibbs is fucking savvy with his internet shit. Yeah, bro. he knows how to do smart. this shit. And he's funny. He's funny as shit. Yeah, yeah he so knows how to do this shit. Because that's get, pretty much the 50 Cent approach now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. He, yeah. he, The way that Freddie Gibbs approached it was very, like, it was like a, a 50 Cent Jr. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he just leaned into it mm-hmm. and, you know. He didn't make a whole bunch of, like, internet threats exactly exactly <laughs> they were thinly veiled threats yeah. like if i happen to see you at fucking complex mm-hmm. con next year nigga. <laughs> but in the meantime here are these jokes exactly these about exactly you. exactly exactly all right as ag- oh and academics came at meek mill he came at chrissy t and he what's up with act bro is he losing his shit is he at quarantine man it just is he trying to get his all views day, up probably. i think so. Is this a personal thing or is this a just a grab for views? What do you what do you think? Because I think the academics is too smart to just be low key losing his shit over alcohol in public. I don't think he's that dumb. That nigga could be alcoholic, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that him being an alcoholic for I'm I'm talking specifically about him. Mm -hmm. I don't think that him being an alcoholic has ever. Had anything to do with his professional life? What could like be this could be the, the breaking point of that? Because like if there's you're stuck that? in the house and you're an alcoholic, so they're also having that routine of going to work in the morning and yeah, you know, and shit. Because mm. I don't know, because I'm not a academic follower. I don't know if he's been consistent with like the rest of his content. Like he's still doing. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, I feel like he's been very consistent. Okay. I don't think he's fallen off anywhere except for all of a sudden he got spicy takes. Right? And Maybe I think that that's a content on, that man. could be, to me, what that says is, yo, you just lashing out because you frustrated in real life. Mm-hmm. Or it's content time, baby. Like, <laughs> Maybe he, he, he get banned off these streams. Yeah, so banned. what could be his plan? Like, if you think. Well, it's content. Anytime. He might be like, I got my pl- own platform exactly. coming out. Exactly. Or, or more views on Everyday Struggle. Hey, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm about to talk about me getting banned on Twitch on Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. you can. Flip nowadays, it. getting banned off of some shit is low-key the best shit that can happen to you. Because you could just go somewhere else and just say, I'm gonna talk about why I got banned from there. Like, and that's gonna that's gonna boost you. To me though, the just the way that academics has been showing up and even when in his drunken rants and all of that shit, to me it just seems like a content play, bro. He don't really he, he none of the shit he's saying is relevant now as mm. opposed to any other time right mm. so like even if everything he's saying is true why now bro you bored you that fucking bored you just want to expose people on Twitch that's mm. that kind of weird Freddie Gibbs did post some I, I don't know enough of his life to know how old this is but it was 
his girlfriend and somebody asked her, I think on Instagram, what's going on with you and Ack? She's like, oh, we're broken up, but we're still living together. Then there was another post saying that she is talks to this one rapper every day and <laughs> like that's Bay. So like <laughs> he might be dealing with that shit. Like you living with your ex and she's talking about dealing with this other rapper that you probably fuck with. Right. Right. Point, <laughs> right. One of the young New York rappers. It might be Freddie himself. <laughs> that would be fucked up. <laughs> uh yeah, that shit that shit is wild. Academics is losing it a little bit. Uh, he got suspended from Twitch. He got suspended from Complex. Yeah. He, like, what the fuck? What you gonna do now? Get on IG Live? I have a show on IG Live? Right. Oh no, shit looking kind of wild for Buddy. Complex is on the is on the downslide anyway, though. I think so. Yeah, man. They've been, they've I think been in the news a lot. The though. urban content is not doing its thing, but I think the white people content, like Hot Ones and the, all them eating shows like yeah with first week feast is I don't that. know if they're doing well enough to carry them though the numbers they have on no shows compared to um, everyday struggle are like tenfold more I, I yeah I, I wonder if um, shows like the everyday struggle or the urban content is what is making them comfortable as opposed to just being able to be around Right, like the hot ones, or um, um, even the like sneaker shopping shows they mm. do with artists. I feel like those are kind of just though that's the shit that keeps the lights on, right? That's the, that, that shit pays the bills. All the extra shit is what boosts them up and, and makes them relevant. Mm. I don't know. I ain't really honestly pay any attention to Complex since they got rid of Jesus and Meryl. Okay, I stopped it. Watching them with Joe Button left everyday struggle. I didn't even I just watch that. I just liked him yelling at young niggas. I love that. <laughs> no, not the music business. Speaking of East Coast niggas, Jada and Fab recap on their on their yeah. verses. That this was, was my favorite verses out of all of them. I thought it was the most competitive one, even though most people were saying it wasn't competitive. I don't think it was competitive. I, I was I was voting, and the first half I had it tied. But then after first that, half. shit started going sideways. So you had 10-10 after the first 10, and then you ended up with what? I had 5-5 five, five after the first 10. I'm sorry. Yeah. 10-10. You know what you meant. 5-5 five, five after the first 10, and you then you had... heard what he did to me last week. He deserves this. <laughs> <laughs> was the, the second 10 was what? 7-3 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's basically like that, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I want to... They were both drunk, first of all. <laughs> For sure, they, yeah. they 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 epitomize the the different types of drunks. Yeah, right. Like it's the talkative, excited, sociable drunk, and Dancing. it's the in the corner on your phone and saying shit drunk too. Because <laughs> you could you could tell Jadakiss came in with a strategy. Mm-hmm. Fab didn't seem like he had one. Because like he seemed mm-hmm. like his picks were based on what Jadakiss would play, and not in a way where like. I have this list of songs, so I know if he plays this, I'm gonna play this. So it's more right. like Jadakiss played this song. Oh shit! What do we play next? Right. And he wasn't doing because he's sh- going last in the first round. He should have did much better than five five with my record keeping. So how did you uh, view it? Yeah, Jadakiss won. Uh, I was hoping that Jadakiss would win. Mm-hmm. I thought that me personally, for my viewing pleasure, that he was going to win. I said that on the podcast. 
But I thought that, that no, I, I did. I, and then I said that, but generally speaking, I think was the result, final result is that Fab is going to win. Okay, like, fair enough. I did say that. We'll see. But I was wrong because Jadakiss kicked that man's ass in this video, <laughs> in this fucking verses. I don't know what Fab was doing, to be honest with y'all. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand uh, his strategy. I didn't understand the order of songs that he played. There were songs that he played early that I felt like he should have played later. Mm-hmm. There was no organization between... Like, like, how you not play Superwoman? There was no <laughs> organization between exactly. like his banger features and his R and B. Like there was no kind of organization at all. Um, I feel like he kind of he he threw this match. He threw this one. Yeah. Fab, I think, based on the people that will tune into an Instagram live and an Apple Music live stream, Fabulous should have fucking won this, mm-hmm. but he didn't, and I'm presently surprised that he didn't. Shout out to Jada Kiss, man. Yeah, he I did feel a like... great job. It's highly entertaining. And uh, <laughs> all right, so now, now, now we're off of the music part. Jada Kiss is fucking hilarious. He's just a black Italian, bro. <laughs> He's literally just a black Italian. If you, if you, Jada Kiss could literally be in any given scene of Sopranos, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the way that he talks. Break this down. He goes, uh, what was he saying when he was talking about one of them songs? Uh, you talking about the wedding? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, just the way that he described everything about the wedding, he sounded like a fucking Michael Colleone type motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I mean? He kept like, stopping fabulous songs. On his songs, to how much he liked shit. That song that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh no, man! Seem like the drunk uncle, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. My favorite, my favorite drunk meme is when he, the, when he did the when he did the the drip for sale. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to Jada Kiss, man. I feel like uh, Emily was probably treating fabulous, which is why he was so quiet. That's why he's sad. He noticed. <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all noticed. He wasn't scrolling anything. He was just typing. He was typing. Mm. She was mm. treating. Emily him was on his ass. <laughs> you have any verses you want to see? Like versus honestly. I'm still on I wanna see a ninety I was just thinking about this earlier in the week. I wanna see a nineties no limit versus uh Yeah money. Yeah money. Cash no, money uh, cash money. Because in the two thousands there was really no too much no limit, but I think the nineties yeah. make it interesting. I mean but it's too many problematic people with the with the no limit shit, Mr. Cole. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the didn't one of them who, who, who played R. Kelly's song in their battle was it Ludacris or uh, Nelly Ludacris it's Ludacris yeah that's different than being R. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little different than playing a little exactly that's what I'm saying like they have enough music where they don't even need to play mystical that's songs the, No Limit got enough ma- music to not play no mystical they both got problematic people no though. Silk to Shaka you play Silk to Shaka what is Nobody he wants to, No, nothing problematic. But who the fuck wants to hear something shocking? I do. What? What's the song? I'll be there. In the Cash Money battle? Yes. They want it. Cash Come Money on, will man. win it. That's not. That's not really nah, that fair. Who so you got? All right. Y'all so you got mystical. Young, y'all the same age. Y'all a little young. Y'all wasn't outside. Oh. But I. I oh. see. <laughs> I. I fucked with No Limit before I ever fucked with Cash Money. Mm-hmm. I, so, 
I can't go with you on that. But I'm talking about objectively speaking. I was listening speaking. to them when y'all couldn't listen to music. Okay. Curse words. That's okay. Fair. But <laughs> I've always been able to listen to music curse words. Sorry. I haven't. I have a secular have a family. We've been uh-huh. cursing. So you've been listening to the Master Been P? cursing. Yes. No limit. Yes. Okay. I have older siblings. So you listen to Ice Cream Man. I don't know who the fuck yeah, exactly. that is. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, Ice Cream is one of my Ice Cream Man is one of my legitimate favorite songs. How I go? I'm the Ice Cream Man. Oh. Pretty much how I go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of your favorite songs, you said? Yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's just some. It's a, it's one of those songs that you feel. It's one of those emotional mm. songs. It's, it's. I'm gonna have to go listen to this and see if. Nah, and you might you might be like, damn, this kind of kind of hit a little bit. <laughs> you might, you, a, no, honestly, emotional. Ice Cream Man is one of them songs you'd be like, ah, damn, this shit kind of hit. Is he talking about something serious? Like, no, he's talking about some drugs. Yeah, like most rap songs. But you ever heard like a new song from one of these rum- mumble rappers where you like, ah, this shit kind of hit a little bit, <laughs> right? Like it's like, oh, damn. That happened recently. This I forgot. Is, I was listening to all the that Gucci album. Um, what was it the ISO Icy Summer? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a couple Whatever, songs on those there. women rappers he signed. One of the them, so was Icy like, Girls. Yeah, they're they're dope. I like them. They were good. They the sound like the City Girls, girls to me. Mm-hmm. But so icy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Never heard of them. I'm shocked. I mean, it's new. They're they're brand new. Yeah. This is, I remember a cat. I mean, Asian Doll was signing him, but not no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he this he just released a compilation album because he been looking for like a lot of artists, and this is just. The album showcasing those artists. There's some decent songs on there. The next verses should be. Well, I'll tell you, Are you, you yeah. you're going I'm to uh, the Cash Money '90s battle. Um, I think I'm over verses. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. There's yeah. nobody else I want to see. Even though you just said you had a highly entertaining verses you just watched. Yeah, but the Jada and Fab verses made it very clear to me. That this has kind of run its course in terms of necessity. Kind of, yeah. The way that it's structured, right? Is that now. because things are opening back up yeah. and like it's not your only form of musical entertainment anymore? No, it's because okay. I think that because we've had so many at this point that folks are starting to hone in on their, um, I guess, criteria for judging these. Mm-hmm. And if the artists aren't prepared to deal with the same criteria, then I think you're gonna have situations like Fab and Jada where it's just not as entertaining. It could be a lot more competitive. People end up playing songs that they shouldn't have played or not playing mm-hmm. songs that they should have. They're, they're, you know what I'm saying? It, it becomes a little bit watered down. It's I, a little lukewarm. I think this is, this, that's how it's supposed to be though. Like, if, everybody does something predictable is not going to be as entertaining opposed to them not playing songs and you can debate with your friends about where he should have played the song or why he didn't play the song you can also depending on the personalities you, if the music isn't hidden you have Vegeticus who made it highly entertaining to watch so I think if you get the right personalities the music won't matter as much as just the overall experience of seeing your artists communicate with other artists you might fuck with um that's a good point that's a really good point but who the fuck i don't want to see anybody else like 
clearly 50 Cent would be entertaining. But he's realistically not interacting with any of these niggas. <laughs> well, it's he, he wants Snoop. Snoop would be entertaining no matter. I don't think Snoop would Snoop be entertaining. Would, I think pictures. somebody He's going to have the stories. Exactly. 50 somebody Cent's going to be talking shit. Yeah. But. To 50 go against Kanye? Again? <laughs> 50 versus back, Kanye. 2007. 50 versus Kanye. <laughs> I'd watch that, actually. Mm-hmm. That'd be decent. Kanye would win, but I watched that. Would he? Yes, he yes, would. Easily. You you said that? Yes. Interesting. What the fuck? I don't know about that. What's and your that's coming from a Kanye fan. What what? How you sound? You sound absolutely ridiculous right now, actually, and I'm a little bit disappointed. No, I'm trying to tell y'all niggas. What's the best fifty cent song you have? The best 50 Cent song? That has no Kanye response. What the in fuck the are you talking about? What is Kanye playing There's for in no the club? There's no Kanye song. What is he playing for in the club? Jesus Walks. Fuck is you talking about? You're going to listen to Jesus Walks. We did. There. Yes. We did. We listened to it in the club, <laughs> too. Those aren't even the same albums. The fuck? <laughs> so, like, that wasn't even when they did the battle. Those weren't even the same same albums. You're talking about a 20 versus 20 versus battle. Mm-hmm. Kanye goes second. Mm-hmm. And 50 Cent just played in the club. I'm playing Jesus Walks. See, I don't and know. I'm going that's, to take the point for that. I don't know if you get that point. You will get that point. Why? What? Why? 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 The culture <laughs> is this even close. <laughs> so y'all niggas gonna start marching when <laughs> fucking Jesus Walks come on while in the club is playing? No, you are gonna rap it. You gonna rap? What does Kanye play for Wangsta? Um, Good Life. What does Kanye play for? I'm just going, I'm just thinking of 51st album. What does he play for many men? For many men? Because, like, I'm curious. I think maybe my hesitation to give it to Kanye is what is he playing for these hard. Love Lockdown, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I could go a complete opposite. <laughs> Love Lockdown over. Yes! Oh, over than Wangsta? What? Yes! Who gives a fuck about Wangsta? Like. That was a popular song. It was, but, but you're like, trying to talk. You're saying we're talking about we're talking about a versus setting. I know what you're saying, but that's the thing. Like, we don't know if people are going to play the right songs to make the win as easy as it should. Because, but that's why we're is, having this discussion. That's what we're picking us, the songs. Right. This happened with us. With uh, I feel like Nelly and Ludacris and Jada yeah, and Fab. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. in our minds, this person seems like a clear cut winner. But when it comes to picking the songs and the pressure. How are you going to perform? So I don't know. Like I can see Kanye going left field more than one time with songs or like, oh, this is a remix that never got released. And you're like, no, we want to hear the classics. So like, yeah, no. I don't think this is clear because we think it is in these battles. So you named two songs, Fifty Cent, three, three, three of them. Yeah, Twenty One Questions, Prime Time, Prime Time. Is that a Watch the Throne or Otis? I'm sorry. Oh, that may, that, that, <laughs> like that may have been too much. Is of that a, him and Carrie Hilson? No, that's that's him and Jay Z. But <laughs> that may have been too much of a B side for you. So I'll go to Otis. Prime time. How's that go? Prime time. Lemon lemon and I don't. Lemon lime, lemon lime. Lemon lime, lemon lime. That's funny. Uh, yeah.
That's not beating 21 questions. It might. Might be too much of a B-side. Mm -hmm. 21 questions. I would go blame game. Uh, heard him say. 50 Cent has no song well, that can say. fuck with heard him say. Ayo technology. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. I, yeah, let's get some Florida man in here and wrap this on up. Florida man. Oh, for, that's not even the one I saw. Okay. Wait, what's the one you saw? Go back. This one? Yeah, that's what I thought you were clicking on. Can we do both? A double dose? I like this one because Pomo was in the description. <laughs> that one seems sad. <laughs> well, wait, let me, did the infant die? Oh, yeah, no, this is it's fine. Um, <laughs> in Daytona Beach. <laughs> the baby is fine. So we, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so it the they, they uh, all right. <laughs> so Florida man for this week actually goes to a Florida woman uh, who allegedly used a baby in a fight with her boyfriend over the weekend a couple years ago uh, in Daytona Beach. So beach safety officers. First of all, they ain't even called a real police for this shit. I didn't even know they had beach safety officers. Beach safety officers said that the 18-year-old Florida woman used the infant to pummel her boyfriend. Uh, the infant is okay. The woman was arrested. She called 911 and claimed her boyfriend was the one abu abusing her, but had difficulty identifying where she was at the time and could be at, uh, could be heard asking strangers where she was on the beach. Huh? Yeah. What? This this is not the full story, bro. I need more. First of all, how do you pummel someone with a baby? Or a, to I, a toddler? I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Leg. You just swing them. But you can't. No. You can't keep doing it. You just do one time you teaching a lesson. You probably do got one, like a swing and a reverb. Why like you, you just don't hit got the something? Like, if you try to hit me with a Tyler, I'm just going to move out the way. Oh, uh, this is good, too. I feel like this is worth it and relevant. Uh, Florida man pretending to be a cop pulls over a real deputy. <laughs> Barry Lee Hastings Jr. is charged with impersonating a public officer. Uh, Why do people like to pretend to be the cops so much? I don't know, bro. That's the only they like time they to call them and they like to pretend to be the motherfuckers. It's a sense of power. Uh, mm -hmm. The sheriff's office said a black crown vic, crown vic with white and amber lights. First of all, I'm not pulling over if you got white and amber lights. That's and also, not, if you're pulling me over in a crown vic, you better be in some whole dunk town. For real, no, for right? real, for real. Like, y'all got chargers now. Vicks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hastings told the deputy to slow down. The deputy asked to see Hastings' credentials twice. He told the deputy that his law enforcement credentials were at that office. Left <laughs> my shit at the crib, fam. I yeah, Hastings then told the deputy to follow him back to the station so he can show him the credentials. Uh, and then the deputy called 911 and Hastings got the fuck on. <laughs> Why did the deputy just stay arrest him? He must have didn't have his gun on him or something. He was probably doing some un Ill un un illegitimate shit. Low key. Because <laughs> honestly, why wouldn't you just arrest him? <laughs> For real. <laughs> hey, you trying to pull me off? I'm pulling you yeah, off. Like, hey, fam. What? 
like I'm also I'm just curious like is this something he's just doing for fun or is this like he decided that day he's gonna pull some people over yeah how many people did he pull over before he cut to the cop and like was how long he, has he been doing this yeah like and what was, it, what is he what was doing? the purpose like was it extorting yeah. people for money like well I'm not gonna give you this ticket if you give me a hundred dollars or you know what I'm saying how was he using this to benefit him I don't know man yeah. I can't answer he don't even bro he got a one of them like small black stud earrings man ain't no cops got those <laughs> I'm asking to see your credentials. It's too, Florida bro. though, so they might look all types of ways in Florida. They yeah. probably got you know them lights they be having. They be sticking out. Like, that's true. To get lights put on, he did have lights installed. That's an his, investment. So like he he was doing something. He was, yeah. he was getting something out of this. Yeah. Monetarily or. I need to hear the rest of that story. Uh, Barry Lee Hastings, ain't that the name of buddy off of Squid Billies? Ain't that the name of his? I don't know. Barely. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) let's go ahead and shut it down, man. It's your host, the Wayfair, aka Quentin Quarantine. Quentin Quarantine. AKA the Banter Boss, here with the captain of the Igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the Box Hunter, (laughs) Eater, aka One Pop Poppy. Here with Garage Dad, aka the Page Master. If you don't know, now you know. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, man, this has been Self Med Pod for July 6th. There you go. <laughs> I tried to make it flow. I don't know if it worked. Uh, but yeah, man, Self Medicated Podcast, and we out. Peace. Bye. It takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the cool chip in the average Negro.